Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Stommy Tactical. And hey, everyone. I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica. We are Your Average Gun Girls and want to bring you a podcast that mirrors the way we live our lives. We are self-reliant, stylish, and eager to inspire women to feel confident in defending themselves while also staying true to their lifestyle. We'll be talking all things from concealed carry to our favorite lipstick and everything in between. This podcast is intended to support and empower women. We want you to be armed with the right tools and education to be self-reliant and prepared to act in your own self-defense. This episode is brought to you by ConcealedCarry.com, the Concealed Carry Community's number one resource for training, education, and concealed carry weapon law information. Check out their Reciprocity Map Builder Tool where you can build your own custom reciprocity map, especially if you have multiple state permits. ConcealedCarry.com has a huge library of articles about training, gear reviews, and industry news. ConcealedCarry.com also has one of the nation's largest networks of firearms and self-defense instructors. Chances are they have classes and instructors near you. Also, look into the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app, which takes many of these online tools and puts them in the palm of your hand, free of charge and free of ads, available for Apple and Android devices. Well, hello, everyone. Guess who is back? It is Amy and Emily, not your average gun girls. We are so happy to be back with everybody talking. We really missed you. We've got, you know, a bunch of stuff coming up and we are here at SHOT Show. Yes, we are. Hello, everybody. It has been, I have missed you all. I have missed the audience. I've missed you too, Emily. I'm just glad that I get to see you while we we do this. Me too. Um, Recording these Not Your Average Gun Girls podcasts live are so much more fun to me. Yes. I mean, it's hard. I mean, we'll do it. We'll do the video chats and all that. But I love this. I love the energy. I I love seeing everybody. And we are here at one of our favorites. V1. V only. Can we get a drum roll? <laughs> Six hour. <laughs> thank you for thank you to Sig for letting us invade their space again. Yes, yes. I I I love this tradition. I love the Sig family. We are so appreciative for all the support that they give us. Um, you know, we again got to got to partake in the Sig Media Day. Oh, that was awesome. I felt very privileged to get to do that this year, which was fantastic. Yeah, so much fun. Lots of guns. I mean, how can you not love that? Well, there's so many fun things. At, at SHOT Show in general, but SIG is probably one of my favorite yep. events of the entire show, mostly because there's no lines. They put on a no great lines. event, yeah. There's no lines. You can just go shoot whatever you want to shoot I mean, and they have like a little lounge area where you, with yeah. like a fire pit. I mean, that's kind of like, that's very not your average gun girl. <laughs> go to the range, shoot some guns, sit in lounge. I mean, that's, I awesome. that's the way it is. And yeah. speaking of the SIG family, yeah. we have an awesome guest joining us today from Team SIG. Hi, I'm Lena Michelik. Ladies oh, and well, gentlemen, you are also <laughs> and the only Miss Lena Michelik. This, this was just such a fun year because I did not. You were on my 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 like list. Like I, we make our Ooh, list. I made like, it on the list. Yes. <laughs> yes, we have like our. We really want to talk to these yes. people, but we're probably not going to get to talk to these people. Lists, you know, because we know how shot show gets. Yeah. You get here and it's like one thing after another. Oh, and your oh schedule you mean it's chaotic? Just, just a bit. Yeah. What? Well, and I can imagine your schedule. Like, give give the audience a rundown really quick of what your schedule looks like when you get to Shot Show. Um, well, I've already been here. I was originally supposed to come in on Friday, but my flight got canceled, so get to come in on Saturday. 
Um, and then Sunday, the whole team at the Elite Range Day set a world record. Yes, so that was that fun. Myself, was so Max Michelle, and Daniel Horner, we went out and we set a certified NRA world record. So, you know, just the average, you know, weekend. And then what Monday, was the record? What it was, uh, well, we actually set it. So what was real neat about this is records, like, when I was growing up were really big. Like my father set them, you know, and like it was a bar that everyone would chase after. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of died off. And SIG partnered with the NRA and we were actually working on setting new records so that people have something to go out, you know, and try. And what was so fun about this one is that it was a team one. So it was three of us up there, 42 pieces of steel, and on the buzzer we knocked all of them down in 4.42 seconds. I mean, that's insane. That yep. that uh, ringing of the steel watch. was yeah. like, you it, blinked and it was over. Yeah, It no. was quite fun. I have to say, um, that was actually the first time we had ever sh- all shot together, like on that array. And you only get three attempts for an official world record. And the first one, I shot my first like eight targets and in my head, I was just like, oh, this is so fun. I got totally distracted. <laughs> and those were the only two makeup shots. Because I kept shooting, even though I was, like, looking back. And I was like, oh, we're doing so good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, focus. Keep shooting. And then we finished it. And our first run actually ended up being our fastest. So Yeah, it was yeah. 4.4. 4. 4. 2. 4.2. Yep. 42 oh. pieces of steel in 4.42 seconds. So. What were you shooting? Nice. I forget which platform you had. Uh, Daniel and I were both shooting uh, the 6-hour MPX, which mm, is personally, yes. like, as I tell people, it's my spirit animal. Oh, like, oh, I love it. love it. It is my favorite gun Why? of all time. Uh, I love it because it's 9 millimeter, but it's in a rifle platform. So I'm, I mean, everyone has their own gun. They like pistols are not really my thing. <laughs> Rifles and long guns are, and I love the MPX because it's cheaper. And it's 9 millimeter, so you can buy a lot of ammo. And you can shoot it at any competition almost because it's nine millimeter. So you can shoot at indoor ranges, you can shoot at USPSA, IDPA, Steel Challenge, three gun, and it's a great gun to get people started shooting on. Right. Especially people that are more new or like frightened easily. Yeah. Because it's really quiet. It's a long gun, so it's easier for them to first get into mm-hmm. it with. Uh, I, it's, it's just great. Okay, I love so it. before we keep going, though, because I feel like we jumped right into Lena, oh, yeah. and a lot of our audience, I mean, if you've been in the gun industry for any amount of time, you have heard this name. You know the Mitchell family. You know they are really fast shooters. Go watch the YouTube videos. It is so much fun to watch. I'm like, did I really just see that half of the time when I see this stuff? Um, but but then there's some people that might not have heard of you yet, and it was what we're very doing? excited. No. <laughs> we're very excited Why? to have you on. But I like take us back to the beginning. Start. Um, we want to know about yeah. you and the know about your story. The history <laughs> right. of you. The history of Lena. <laughs> the history of Lena. Yes. So tell um, us about you. All right. Uh, I am actually a third generation competitive shooter. Um, so my great grandfather, Jim Clark Sr., was one of the very first custom gunsmiths. So like back in the day, I'm talking old school like fedoras, drinking whiskey on the oh, range. Nice. Like that was my <laughs> grandfather, and he was actually one of the very first civilians to ever win a really prestigious match called. Uh, oh my gosh! Wow, look at me not remember. <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, Camp Perry. There we go. Bullseye. So the one-handed, fifty-yard stuff. So he did that. He was the first wow. civilian to win that, and then he started custom building guns. And then my mom came. She started competing. My father, I don't know. They have together. They have a whole bunch of records and <laughs> world titles and national titles. And I was literally born and raised on a shooting range. Nice uh, next to a custom gun shop. 
And wow. I grew up traveling with my family to matches. And What would they have done know? if you were just like, eh? Right, I don't, I don't really do want to do that. Oh, I like, didn't. <laughs> 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 I got over that. Um, I shot my first competition when I was eight. Oh, my gosh. And, eight but I old. didn't find a true passion for it until I was about 15 or 16. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, shooting for me, I have a lot of a different relationship than most people do. Like most people start out with a hobby, you know, like it's a hobby for mm-hmm. someone, but it has always been a career. I've okay. always looked at it as that. It was yeah. both of my parents' yeah. careers. It was my grandfather, how he started his. So it was a lot different. It's the most amazing job you could ever have, but I always viewed it as a job. So for me to decide to really get into it, I knew how much commitment came with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 24-7 job huh. because you're competing. So yeah. when you're not working, someone else is probably working, getting better than you. Yeah, for sure. So it's a whole it's a yeah. whole thing. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of. I think people wonder. They ask us that a lot. Like, we have had a lot of competition shooters come on the show. Mm-hmm. and But it's just their hobby. Like, they don't make it their job. Mm-hmm. But that's your job. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Yes. Here's a fun question, though. What would you What would you do if you weren't a shooter? So before, real fun, way back background, um, I actually, this is, I don't know if I would do this now, <laughs> but uh, I actually did all of the flowers for four weddings. So the bouquets, the corsages, so like a the arrangements. I was a florist. florist. I was, yeah, I learned a lot of florist stuff. Um, what else did I do? I did cake decorating. Uh, I've done makeup for four weddings. I don't know. I did. I do a lot of random. Very things. creative. I was going to ask you because I I noticed how beautiful your eye makeup. Mm. I'm always looking at eye makeup I because I, I don't do. It do I, I don't. Me neither. And I think that's why I'm always looking at people going. How do they do that? I mean, I try to watch the YouTube videos, and I'm just like... Oh, see, that's what I do in my pastime. I'm addicted to it. Like, people go home and watch TV. I'll watch, like, five hours of random people putting makeup on. Do you have, like, a favorite makeup artist that you watch? Who is it? Her name is Tati. Oh, I love Tati. (laughs) Oh, I don't know her. Tati? Yeah, Tati Westbrook. Okay. We're going to have to look her up. How do we spell Tati? Great question. Just Google it. Tati Westbrook. I think All it's right. T-A-T-I. It's real you could probably just put in like Westbrook. Probably. Yeah, and, and makeup oh, yeah. tutorial and no. we would find oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. can like find yourself in the rabbit hole of, of makeup oh, tutorials. Yeah. I do that. Why? I don't know. Do the problem I just with that is like I watch things? those and then in my head I think I need exactly what they're using. Mm. Like I need that eyeshadow palette. Oh, Even yeah. though... They're using an eyeshadow palette that's like all taupes and browns, and I have probably 30 of those already. But yeah. nope, I need that I need one that because one, yeah. she used that color. And if I try to do it myself, it's not going to look like that. And oh, it yeah. doesn't even matter. I can buy the, all the palettes I want and still. Oh, no. Yeah. See, and what's fun is um, uh, my friend, I have a friend that lives with me, Cece. We'll just call her Cece. <laughs> Anyways, she was never into makeup or anything, and then now she lives with me. So we like... I made her start watching videos with me. Oh, so gosh. now we'll go and we like start collecting. We're like, all right, you buy this one and I'll borrow it from you. Oh, yes. And then I'll get this one and you can borrow it from me. Yeah, and that's then we'll smart. just have like a giant thing. So we could never like move apart. Oh, no, no. <laughs> now you're live, stuck. Yeah, forever. Yeah. She has to live with me forever. Do you have a favorite eye makeup palette that you use? Mm, no. I'm real. I just go and touch it all. I'm that person that like will go into a makeup store and I'll come out and it's oh, like yeah. up to my elbow. That's exactly. And, like, yeah. you, you can, can make never- it all look great, can't you? Oh, yeah, she can. can yeah, mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to play around. Yeah, but. for sure. I love the naked palettes. I'm in. I have the bronze 
Naked palette. The Urban Decay ones. I yeah, haven't I been like able those. to get into those. Really? You should yeah. try uh, Morphe if you're looking for a Oh, formal. I've been hearing All like of the big Morphe palettes, like their collaborations. They've been, they've they been blowing up. I just got that for Christmas. Yeah, they collaborate with a bunch of big YouTubers. Oh, yeah. Want. I love how we're just talking about makeup in the SIG <laughs> booth right now. Like, it's just like SIG, 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 SIG. And we're like, oh, Morphe. This is what we, we do on the Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast. So. <laughs> what it's about we have to know these things we got to look good while we're out there shooting you should really do do you have a youtube channel no one you could do a makeup youtube channel yes like the the makeup the the gun girl makeup youtube channel is so uh my friend ashley rourke and i we live pretty close to each other and we're both professional competitive shooters but we're each other's biggest competition but we train together because you know it makes you better Mm -hmm. and all that but uh, we post on it. We're always on each other's, like, stories and stuff. And I don't know how many people have said we need to start a TV show, a YouTube channel of this. And I was like, if we start a YouTube channel, it's going to be the biggest hodgepodge. That's okay. Uh, people like to see that ra- stuff. Oh, no, that's what it would have to be because we can't stay focused on or dedicated to one <laughs> yeah. thing long enough. It well, would be like, think about the women, though, that are, are in the gun industry that mm-hmm. would that follow you, that know you, that would probably love to see that side of you. Maybe they don't know that. Oh, yeah. They don't even know that. Oh, if you follow me on Instagram and you watch my stories, you'll see all the wild sides. <laughs> I just love to it. have fun out there. You know? I, I absolutely love it. So how long have you been shooting on the SIG team? I have been here. I'm pretty sure this makes my fourth shot show with them. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be a lot longer. I mean, <laughs> this is an amazing company to work with, truly. Uh, a lot of people ask me. One of the number one things people come up and say at SHOT Show, they're like, when you moved to SIG, did your father just like excommunicate you from the family? I was like, uh, no. <laughs> no, we, no we, we didn't do anything. Um, but I love working here, coming, and the company really has a drive. Like, oh, our CEO, Ron Cohen, like every time he talks, you're just like, I can take over the world. Like, that's, he just, that's, like, but everyone, that's great know, to have like somebody so that you can. so enthusiastic cool. and like, a go-getter, and every time I get to go up to SIG and meet with everyone, you're just like, wow, wow, we're going we're gonna to take over the world, aren't we? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we are. So when you meet with them, I mean, are y'all, like, strategizing on your on your matches? I mean... Um, for me, it's really lucky. I'm really lucky that I can kind of pick a discipline, and I have the freedom to make my schedule for the year. Um, SIG is a major sponsor of a lot of different competitions. So anything they do sponsor, they would like us to be there. Mm -hmm. But they now have three of us, and we cover pretty much all the different disciplines. So like Max Michelle, he's USPSA, he's Pistol, he has that covered. Uh, For me this year, with Daniel coming on, it gives me the freedom to focus a little bit more. Because oh. before I was doing PCC and three gun and rifle only, I do a lot of things, but that's mainly my fault. No, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this year I get to focus on PCC, which is shooting that MPX, that nine millimeter yeah. carbine, which is like, what's oh, PCC lo- stand love, for? Uh, pistol those. caliber carbine. Ah. Yeah. That so makes that's, sense. Yeah. yeah there yeah. you go. All right. Hey, remember acronyms, guys. Like sometimes people in our, our audience don't know. Well, and and I mean, like we take for granted sometimes. Like when we are in this industry oh. and we're around this, and we use this, like and we just start, language. we kind of just start talking, and we forget that yeah. not everybody knows. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I'm super guilty of it because I grew up. With oh yeah, I mean, you guys talk like in uh, acronyms, even, like at dinner yeah. with your family. Yeah. yeah, which makes me feel real bad when people in the gun industry throw out ones that I don't know, and I'm like, oh wow, what is this? I should know this. <laughs> It's like my job. I should know this. And I just play it off. 
So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talk a lot on our show about being prepared. You know, Emily's got the Stami Tactical blog that talks about living a prepared lifestyle and however you see fit, uh, you know, what fits into your life. Do you conceal carry? Um, I do, but I don't do it a lot when I travel because I travel to so many different places. Yeah. But yeah, I do. Difficult. I always have a knife on me. And uh, I always have a flashlight on me yep. in my bag somewhere yeah. ready. And, I mean, I think personally the best thing you can arm yourself with is by far awareness. Of course. That is, like, one of the number yeah, one things Yeah, it doesn't matter about. what you truly, you know, like, tools you've brought with you if yep. you're not mentally mm-hmm. prepared. Yep. So I was lucky enough to grow up in a family where it was... Not a, it was never a scare tactic. I was never afraid, but I always accepted the fact that there was something that could happen. And I think because of that, I haven't been afraid. Yeah. And that's it's, great. Yeah. I mean, because I think a lot of people don't want to accept it. They think that you have to live like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm like, we're like, we're paranoid. Yep. And, like we live yes. in Atlanta. It's like, well, no, but we, we accept the reality. We yep. understand and see what is going on. Mm-hmm. And so you can either be mentally ready and prepare for it or just like, yep. you know. What it do we would, always say, ladies? <laughs> It's better to be prepared than paranoid, right? We say that all the time. Paranoid. (laughs) Be prepared, not paranoid. But really, if I mentally was not prepared for anything, I feel like anyone that feels like preparing is paranoia Mm -hmm. is slightly in denial of the fact that something could happen. And I want you to know that would make me more stressed out than anything. You know, once you prepare for something, then you don't have to worry nearly as much. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you have a test and right. you don't study for it, you're going to be freaking out. But mm-hmm. if you truly prepare and are ready, then you're going to be able to accomplish it, you know, and do fine. So be prepared for everything life. It makes everything so much easier. Yes, it does. Less yeah. worrying. <laughs> yeah. Besides shooting, what else do you like to do? I mean, because everyone mm. knows you, you know, with a gun. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that's about 99% right. of what I do. So in this 1% and part this of your 1%, life. And uh, Every year up until this year, people have been like, oh, what's your hobby? And I'll, I'll, I'll look at them and I'll go, you know what's really fun? Doing nothing. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's amazing. You just, you just sit and you just you do nothing, which I'm actually really, really terrible at doing. Like, I have to be forced to relax. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was encouraged to take up painting. See, so another... I, uh, extension of this like creative yeah. the florist yeah. the cake decorating yeah. the makeup basically yeah. painting, the painting yeah. awesome. so i uh i recently bought a house so i was able to make like one of the rooms into a little bit of an art studio oh, nice. so whenever i have time i go and try and do that i have to force myself to do it again because I'm sure. uh you know shooting is when it's your career what i think people don't understand is it's definitely not a nine to five. Like it's my job. It's my hobby. Mm-hmm. It's my pastime. It's mm-hmm. what I go to sleep mm-hmm. thinking about what I wake up thinking about. Cause anything that's in a truly direct competitive format, you know, like you and me, let's see who's better. You have to, if you don't perform right, then mm-hmm. <laughs> you see it. And then, uh, and then you carry that on with you. So it's a constant and, you know, you have normal life, too. Like, the end of the year, I hate the end of the year. I finally get a break from shooting. But everything that I've pushed off, right? All year, like, all the yep. normal life things, there's, like, oh, taxes. Oh, like, home improvements. Like, everything. I've been like, oh, no, I'll just get that when I get back. And then I show up at the end of the year, and I'm like, wow. That piled up real quickly. Oh, right. Wow. I have all these, I have all all these things this. to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's on the schedule for next year? Are you doing any international travel? 
this year is actually going to be super exciting. I am going to Sweden for the IPSC Rifle World Shoot. So this will be their second world shoot. Uh, I got to go to the last one three years ago that was in Russia. And I I know, it's real real fun. (laughs) And um, I was on the ladies' open team. Our team won gold. I won high individual, and I won the uh, shoot-off. So going to Sweden, it's kind of a little bit more stressful because now you're going to defend something. Yeah. So I'll be going to Sweden to try to defend our team, my individual and my shoot-off title, and then the Philippines. Oh. Oh, Oh, cool. So will you have any time? While you go to these matches to kind of explore and at least like um, get... I will stay afterwards. Okay. While you're competing, especially at a world shoot, it's seven days. Oh. So it's opening ceremonies, five days of competing, closing ceremonies. Wow. Yeah. So it's um, anything that I say is like world shoot, um, that's the action shooting world's version of the Olympics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because what we do is considered too extreme to be in the olympics <laughs> oh, gosh so we pretty much have our own world you know titles and world competitions how many people typically wow. compete in that who uh it varies so this will be only the second ever rifle world shoot so it's a little bit smaller than say like uh the ipsc pistol world shoot which has been going on for I don't know, probably like 60 years or so. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the larger demographics, but it's a lot. I don't really know. I mean, all you got to do is worry about your team and yourself. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you're good. So it, so it is a team score. It's not, mm-hmm. it's so not you get individual? a team score okay. and, individual. and individual. Yeah. So they do pretty much like the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You'll have a, we'll have a four member team. Mm-hmm. So we'll have like the ladies open team, which is what I will be on. And then I'll have three other members on there and we'll compete for our combined score. And then there'll be an individual and then they'll have what's the shoot off, which is the most fun. I love shoot offs. (laughs) Pretty much you're standing side by side, Mm -hmm. buzzer goes off and you have a big array of steel that you have to shoot down. And in the middle, they'll have crossover poppers. Oh, So whoever's poppers on the bottom, that means that they got there first. But I want you to know the stress that hits you when you're on the line standing next to someone that you know they've qualified to be there. Right. Mm-hmm. And the shoot-off, they only take the top, usually four or six. Mm-hmm. So you're standing there, and you're just like, woo, woo. And it's usually single elimination for the first one, so you have to show up, like, right then. Wow. Oh, oh I love it. So, oh, we, I mean, we were talking about being prepared, and then you mm-hmm. said this is such a high-stakes, you know, high-pressure situation, and I always love hearing about people that compete at such a high level, what they, what they do to prepare mentally for that moment. Do you have, like, a special ritual or oh, anything that you yeah. do? So, for me, I consider shooting to be 90% mental. Because it doesn't matter how much I train my body. It doesn't matter if I shoot thousands of rounds on the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. If my mind is not there for a split second, it's all gone. And I'm a very, like, high-intensity person Mm -hmm. and, like, real all over the place all the time. So if I don't take time to truly, like, make my brain focus... I am ever. I'll be up on the line trying to shoot, thinking about if I want to make waffles tomorrow. Like, legitimately. I feel like that's, that's me when I'm like, going like, to the range oh. and do like other things. I'm like, oh, what do I want to eat later? Yeah, yeah. And it's then you'll be in the food. you'll be in like the middle of something too, mm-hmm. and then this random thought will come in, and you're like, what is this? Yeah, that's I'm the power. To do that's something. the power yeah. of your mindset. I got like 15 seconds. Can you not give me 15 seconds, brain, to focus? Break. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do? Um, Depending on the level, the more pressure, the better I do because I take more time to prepare myself mentally because I get real lazy 
You know, if it's just like practice or like a club match, yeah. I usually I trash. I'm terrible because <laughs> I don't take time to truly make myself focus. So at an average match, about two shooters down, I put my earplugs in. I put my muffs on. I look real antisocial. I go over to a bench and I literally sit there, crisscross my legs, and I go like this. And I sit there and I just try and shut my brain down. Because the one thing about the brain is... If you have muscle memory, you don't need it. Interesting. So when we practice and we train, our whole, why, why are we trying to build up muscle memory if we then have to think about doing that thing also? Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're adding another step that's really slow. Thinking about something about it that way. is mm-hmm. really slow. Whereas, you know, like natural reaction, you right. know, it's much quicker. It's much more reliable. And it's repeatable. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It yeah. Makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. So, tip. Yeah. so my entire goal of mentally prepping to go to a stage is I should have, if I'm, you know, good on my part, I should know the stage perfectly. I shouldn't have to think about it. should be able to come back, close my eyes, and pretty much watch a video of myself in my mind mm-hmm. running through it. If that makes sense. Kind yeah, of yeah, 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 you're visualizing. Yeah. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to think about it. I shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to take two yeah. steps over here and then I'm going to go one, two, because then you're thinking about it. And then when you get up there, you got to think about it. Yeah. yeah. So you got to see it. It's real weird. <laughs> but, um, and then just turn your brain off. Because if I'm sitting there dry firing, the benefits I'm getting from that are gone mm-hmm. if I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. So, and once you turn your brain off, everything is so relaxing because my brain will be up and I'll be like, go faster. What's this? What's that? Look at this. Oh, look at that. That didn't look right. And you're thinking about a thousand things at once. Whereas if you can switch it off, Mm -hmm. it'll be the most calm you've ever been on the line. You'll get to the end and you'll be like, you won't really remember everything that happened except for little bobbles, but your brain didn't kick in. It was just like a mental note. You're like, yeah, I'm going to make that up. And then you like back to waffles. Yeah, it just goes. And then (laughs) as soon as it's done, I'm like, wow, what did I pack in my bag to eat? (laughs) Where's my snacks? How about them waffles? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but no, that's my biggest mental thing. I think that's a great tip because I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that and have probably tried it mm-hmm. and might not be able to really fully get there to that point. It, I mean, I should it, try that to go to sleep at nighttime. Oh, you gosh. should also, like, if you look at any um, competitor, they all have some type of routine. Mm-hmm. So I put my plugs in and my muffs on and sit down, not because that's what you have to do, but it's just part of my routine. Right. Like, you can watch Serena Williams. She yeah. bounces I mean, her athletes. ball eight times yep. before each serve. Yeah. Why does she have to do that? Yeah. Yeah. No, does she need to think it? No. Yep. It's just something that gives your body a notice that it's going into a yeah. different mode. Yeah. So, it's a trigger. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's a trigger. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want need to go, like, do 20 jumping jacks and that turns your brain off. Yeah. Go start jumping. <laughs> <laughs> just do your jumping jacks all the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, we love to do this with our female guests that come on while we're at <sighs> SHOT Show. Uh, I want to know, did you have, like, a specific, um, like, a SHOT Show prep to get ready for a SHOT Show? Oh, besides, like, Every vitamin and immune booster. Oh my at gosh! Yes. Do you essential oil? Um, have you ever heard of cold pressed coriander seed oil? I have. Yes. Take that. Oh. I, I have take, not heard about this. Mm-hmm. Do tell, please. So I had a really great like Chinese medicine woman uh-huh. uh, that I was teaching, and she went over to China to you know study for a long time with a big group of people and she was one of 18 people that didn't get sick she was the one everyone else caught this flu got sick was just falling out like flies 
And she had done a little bit of research on what to start taking for it. And oh. she was taking cold-pressed coriander seed oil. Cold-pressed coriander yeah, seed you gotta oil. Yeah, you got to be into be the woo-woo world. Oh, no, no, I'm all about that stuff. In. I've been yeah. like putting thieves like, um, yeah, I even I put it on my it spine all. like for the last like month or so. Forget mm-hmm. just the wrist. Like it's going on my spine because I refuse to get the shot show plague. But if you look into the coriander seed oil, um, the gentleman that developed it was an Olympic athlete. That I'm trying to remember exactly. I could get this wrong. Don't quote me. But it was roughly like he had immune disorder or something like that. And he wanted something in order to fix it. He developed this. And he's the only person that does it. But you can get it off Amazon because Amazon's amazing. Yeah. Do you put it in like water or drink or your food? I I take a mouthful of water and I just drop it in my mouth. Okay. Good to go. go. All right. All right. Awesome. I'm definitely uh, going to be looking into that. Yes. Okay. That's your health regimen. What about like beauty? Like do you get like a spray tan? I mean like. Spray I want you to know like this is the most brows. tan I've ever yeah. been. I am usually like the white queen, like pasty white. And I'm always that person at the end of the year, you're like, I can be that pale person that looks good. Because we all know that one like really pale person yeah. that like rocks it. Yeah. And every year I'm like, I can do that. And then I see photos of myself. And I'm like, wow, you can't. <laughs> you cannot do this. You have got to stop. So this was the first year I was like, I'm going to tan. I'm not going to have my shooters tan, which is like the socks, the shorts. Right. And... This, this jersey, the jersey, this nice, yeah. real high V. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first time I've ever done that. I'm like, yes. Well, we always say, like, the dudes, like, have no idea. I mean, like, the guys show up and they all look alike. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all the beards. It's all the, the flannel shirts. You know, it's the tactical pants. It's uh, it, That's what they do. They yeah, get, but the just, women, like, like we have to. It's like a... Except for, yes, <laughs> except for our producer. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, as soon as Shot Show's over... I have like a solid like two weeks of absolute hoboness. Yes. Because I'm like a whole week, which doesn't seem like much to probably normal people that have to get ready all the time. But I'm like a whole week of getting ready, like trying. Oh, it's so much try. Yep. I need yep. to not try. Oh, I don't like it's trying. A, I, it much. takes me the longest to get ready only when I'm at Shot Show. Oh, yeah. Because oh, you guys like, do everything. Yeah. yeah this I'm is like, the most photos that will be taken of me yes, in the entire right. year. And exactly. Like, we'll be right now. Yep. Y'all. And so you have to actually think about that. I mean, you have to and, try, and, and it's, real. it's so real. It's pain. so hard. I know it's tiring. <laughs> the struggle of being the a struggle. woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, um, that's so. The rest of okay, you got your travel, you got your national travel. Uh, you have local matches too. I mean, like domestic here yeah. in the states. Oh, okay. a whole bunch of them. Cool. Don't ask me where they are, when they are. My schedule. <laughs> I look like a solid week and a half out, and I'm like, all right, got that. Let's do that. Well, we want people to follow you. Where can they go to follow you on social media um, and see what you're up to? Because you have a very exciting life, so yeah, I want much, them to see your makeup tutorials. I'm going to be waiting for this YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> if you look up the ma- last name Mitchlick, M-I-C-U-L-E-K, because you will not know how to spell <laughs> it, I will be one of like two people that it pulls up. So Facebook, Instagram is what I use the most. Uh, you'll get to see a side of me that you don't really see on Facebook because Facebook is so much more like professional yeah. feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instagram is more casual. Mm-hmm. I post a lot of stories. So you see all the things that I do, which are How fun. mini. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently. Like, which this is mini. Been fun. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's good. There's a lot of, I don't know, um, the people that I've surrounded myself, I laugh so much because we can go anywhere and just be dying laughing. Like Ashley Rourke, my friend and I, we went to the gym last night and everyone's in there like, oh, oh, you know, like being real serious, like lifting and like staring themselves down the mirror. We are laughing so hard the entire time. We can barely work out. And I just don't know how people don't have more fun. 
Yeah. Like, oh, God. They're taking it too seriously. Everyone takes everything too seriously. So if you want to just watch a bunch of people that probably don't, like, control their laughter enough and, like, what they say enough, yeah, come on over to Instagram. Come on to the gram. Yeah, come on to the gram. You'll get to see stories. (laughs) (laughs) All sorts of wild things and odd things. Awesome. Well, we definitely want people to go follow you and 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 your successes with Sig. We're very excited for you. Thank Best you. of luck with all of your competitions. Uh, we have one more thing. Yeah, we, we want to do one more thing. Yeah. We're not. We're not. We're not done, done yet. We're not yet. done just. We're yet. gonna do a little uh, quick shot show five rapid fire. I don't know what we're calling oh, we're this. Call that? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's right. only <laughs> gonna be for you know a week. So. <laughs> Or we could just continue to do this. Yes. Uh All right. Beach or jungle vacation? Jungle. Oh, okay. Favorite movie? None. I have no emotional connection with movies. (laughs) I kind of like that. I'm shocked, but I kind of like that. I was not expecting that. I'm going to think I'm going to start. I'm going to totally steal that. Well, my thing is like people connect and like care so much about movies. And I'm like, why do I want to watch someone like having fun or like doing something great? Make you feel. I feel all the time. Just feel all the time. Then you don't need to watch TV. <laughs> uh, your uh, Desert Island Beauty product. Desert Island Beauty product. Oh, it's the desert? Oh, I'm going to go with sunscreen because my pasty whiteness uh, is going to get burnt real that's, quick. That's another smart answer. Yeah, I know. It's so practical. But I was thinking, like, don't take the sunscreen. Then you don't have to pack your bronzer. Oh, see, if I had to pick one, like, actual makeup item, it would be mascara, because otherwise yeah, your yeah, eyes mascara, just look like yeah. they're dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last book you read? I'm reading, uh, oh, what is the book? I saw it on your story. Oh. Yeah, but we're not going to say the title. <laughs> it's a good book, though. You should read it. The Bible. <laughs> The Bible was the light. It's a good book. That's a good one. That and is a good read. Our final question, because it is shot show. Uh, what is the last thing that you ate today? The only thing and the last thing I've eaten today was half a protein bar in between booths. Exactly. See, this is why. Shot this show is diet. Be a good question. <laughs> Y'all have to know Emily packs food not just for herself and not just Gosh. for yeah. She packs me eggs too. Like she takes care of me and brings I eggs am and and turkey bacon yeah. and gummy bears. Yeah, those will be coming. Well, I need an Emily. If anyone wants to come be my shot show Emily, <laughs> I need, everyone needs an Emily. Along. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're putting the call out there, folks. You there heard you go. it. You, yeah, reach out on IG. Be my shot show Emily. Paulina, <laughs> thank you so thank much you for so coming much. on the show thank and joining us. We are so glad that we snagged you and could take 30 minutes of your time. We really appreciate yeah, it. And you. we know you've got a, a big show ahead of you. So we'll let you get back to that. Yep. But thank you so much. Thank you thank so you much. The Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast and its related companies, Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com, strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.